Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lureta Rajki, your host, and I'm with Dawn Kennedy. And we are talking today about, I need a drink. You need a drink. I need a drink. You need a drink. You need a drink. <laughs> we all need a drink. <laughs> but you got to make sure you're choosing the right drink, the right That's source right. to the drink right from, well. right? Mm-hmm. So in verse 14 of John 4, Jesus says to this Samaritan woman, whoever takes a drink of the water that I will give him. In other words, he'll give it to anybody. Wow. Yeah, he was reaching out to somebody besides yeah. a Jew. Yeah, he was reaching out to what was considered an outcast, even among the Samaritans, mm-hmm. who, because of her reputation and because she was a woman, she was, the Samaritans were already considered an outcast. Mm-hmm. And then you have a woman that's coming there in the middle in the heat of the day so she wouldn't have to deal with all the gossip of the women mm-hmm. about her. The judging of, the judging, her, of her The judging, the criticizing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's reaching out. Whosoever. It's for anybody. And you know what? Let me just throw this in there. It's for anybody at any time. Right? So God's for you. God's yes. for you. Yes. God's for you. He's so you. for you. He's so <laughs> for you. And you know what? Those of you, okay, you're let's say you're already a Christian, you're already walking the Spirit, but you know what? Sometimes you can just stop, just like I stop and take a drink of my water while I'm doing the radio show. I can stop at any moment and just take God in. Mm-hmm. In other words, purposely focus on Him, dwell on Him, and uh, just focus and receive from Him at any moment. And so we can all do that at any moment. So she, He says to her, Whoever takes a drink of the water that I will give him, that's a guarantee right there. Guarantee. Yep, that's a promise. It's a promise. Shall never, no, never. I like that. Shall never, no, never be thirsty anymore. But the water that I will give him shall become a spring of water welling up and flowing, bubbling continually within him, within him unto and into Eternal life. I mean, there begins, see, all of our springs, all of our sources are in him. The Bible says, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. So we need to have him flowing in so he can flow out. When he, it's kind of like when a creek uh, is not having any inflow, uh, it, and it just stagnates. It gets green. It gets nasty. It has to be fresh, living water coming all the time, or it's putrid water. Well, we have to have that that water bubbling up. It says, bubbling up, swelling up, uh, flowing continually within us into and for eternal life. Man, that's good right there. Mm-hmm. That is good. And she says in uh, verse fifteen. You know what? I want to switch over to Isaiah. I'm going to look at Isaiah 55 for a minute. I want to read you something. This is so good. While you're pulling that up, yeah. I just want to say in my Bible, it says it's, it's called a kingdom di- dynamic. And it says that Christ comes after everyone who's even different from us culturally, eth- ethically, or denominationally. And I think in a time of our lives when things are so, uh, there's a lot of, hate going on, mm-hmm. hate versus love. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of conflict going on, and I think it's important to remember that God reaches out to everyone. Yes. It doesn't matter their color, their their economical background. It doesn't matter what they've done, who they are. It doesn't matter. He comes after them. What church they go to, He wants them all. Amen. Nobody to, let, to be left out. Right. 
We are we can all be in Christ, one in Christ. So Isaiah 55, we're talking about this water that springs up and flows. One more page to turn here. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come. <laughs> come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money, without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread? And your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Hallelujah. Hear and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. Glory to God. So he says to everyone, everyone who thirsts. Listen, I, I, after 46 years of serving God, I still thirst for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there are some people, and they've told me, oh, I, I, you know, I just feel so, I don't have any life left in me. You know, and there have been Christians for decades, I think. But he gets better and better. Mm-hmm. He, there's an old hymn, he gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Mm-hmm. You know, how can you, I mean, if you taste something good, don't if you, you want more cold, of it? it's because you let it. Yeah, right. right. Uh, also, real quick, right there where you said, I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Mm-hmm. I just heard Dutch Sheets, Sheets speaking about everlasting this morning. And he said, everlasting means the God that's in and out of time, meaning he's, uh, he's timeless. He's, he goes back into our past. Mm-hmm. He redeems our past. He can heal it up. He can do whatever. He's not bound by where we are right this minute. He can go back to heal us up and he can move us forward into the future. And he, and he wants to do that for you. Yes. So he wants to heal up your past, whatever you've been in. Yes. So he's the God of everlasting. In Amen. And out of time. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, in Isaiah 55, when it says, you know, everyone who thirsts come to the waters and you have no money, come buy and eat. Yes. Come buy wine and yes, come buy wine and milk without money. And without price, it's just the faith and the and the and the humility to ask, right? Then the question: Why do you spend money for what is not bread and wages for what does not satisfy? Or in other words, why are you sleeping with that person, thinking that that's going to heal up a a spiritual problem? Right. Mm-hmm. Why are you drinking that vodka or doing meth, thinking? Why are you doing that, thinking it's going to satisfy and fix what's hurting? To fill the void. Well, they're escaping. Escaping. Numbing the pain. Self-medicating. When he says, come, you don't have to have any money. It's just your faith. It's just simple obedience and asking humility. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that's powerful right there. Mm-hmm. And then in uh, Isaiah 35, let me see, I believe it's verse 7 and 8. For the water, verse 6. For the waters shall burst forth in the wilderness. Isn't that good? Isaiah 35, verse 6. And streams in the desert. Ooh, glory to God. You can be in a desert place and waters can start bursting forth. I mean, if he can make water come out of a rock, he can make the waters burst forth in your wilderness times. And streams in the desert. The parched ground shall become pool, a pool. Have you ever felt like a parched ground? I have before. Mm. And the thirsty land springs of water. 
That's what he can make the thirsty land, springs of water. Now, right here in Texas, guys, uh, we've got some cracks in the ground big time, especially <laughs> in the hill country where we are of Texas. I mean, this looks like caverns starting to form because we are so needing rain. We need rain so bad. The land is parched. But sometimes I think our soul can look like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says, water shall burst forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The parched ground should become a pool and the thirsty land springs of water. And uh, I, I love that. I love that so much. It just go to me, it just goes right along with John chapter four. So back over here to John chapter four. In verse 15, then said the woman, then the woman said to him, sir. Give me this water. He created a hunger in her by describing himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. He, Jesus created a hunger in this woman that had been through so much, been left still hungry as we read on after five husbands and the woman she's, the man she's with now is not her husband. She was left so broken and dry and parched, and here the living water is speaking to her. He said to her, give me water. The living waters is saying, give me water, physical water. She's saying, "Ah, what is this water? Give me this water, spiritual water. I mean, the exchange there is beautiful. I love that. And so he said, she says, sir, give me this water. So that I may never get thirsty. So, I, in other words, so I'm, I stop going to these men to fix me. Mm-hmm. I stop going to these drugs to give me a high, to forget about my life right now. I stop going to the bars and hanging out and drinking and, and partying to fix the hurt and the, what I feel like I'm missing in my life. Or excessive spending or yeah. whatever it is you do. It doesn't have to, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Exactly. It doesn't. Anything you do to fulfill yourself without God. Yeah. Right. And that, that's the whole point right there. The whole point. She says, give me this water so that I may never get thirsty, nor have to come continually all the way here to draw. And I'm going to, let me read this. In, that was the uh, Amplified In the New King James, it says, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst. I just love that phrase, that I may not thirst. Mm -hmm. She's starting to get it. He's talking about something more than Jacob's well. Mm -hmm. He's talking about more than something I've ever known before. My paradigm, Mm -hmm. the way I thought things worked. He's talking about something that I want. I don't understand it, but I want it. And here, the living waters are sitting right beside her on this well, uh, Jacob's well. Sir, give me this water. Why? So I don't get thirsty anymore. So I'm not trying to draw from the wrong sources. Come on now. This is good. One other thought, too. He went to the one that was the least. Yes. And I know there's been many times in my life I thought I was the least. Mm -hmm. That I didn't deserve anything that I didn't deserve the goodness of God, that, that I wasn't worth coming after. Mm-hmm. And he went after the very least the very of least. them. The very least of those that were already set apart. Yeah, yeah. She was already excommunicated. Mm-hmm. 
So if you think you're set apart or you're the least or you're the oddball, mm-hmm. God's still coming Jesus after is you. coming for you. Mm-hmm. He's coming he has, for he you. He has a gift for you. Yes, he does. He says, if you knew who the gift of God is and who is speaking to you now, he is the gift. Mm-hmm. He is the gift. He is the gift. Wrapped up in humanity, he is the gift. Glory to God. And so he's talking to her. He says, I will give you the waters that will spring up into everlasting life. And she says, give me this water. So now she's starting to understand it just a little bit. And she realized he's not talking about literal water, but something that's altogether more than what she's ever experienced. Listen, like me, you know, serving the Lord for 46 years, drinking from the well, I tell you what. There's still things that, I mean, it's just like, wow, that's so good, mm-hmm. God. That's so good. That's so if good. There's more, more every day. There's still yeah. more. There's still more. Yeah. You don't run out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, he's just, he's just good. The well never goes yeah. dry. <laughs> Taste and see that the Lord is good. And, and then it just makes me want more. Mm-hmm. And another encounter, another time with him, more time with him. And do not believe it if somebody tells you that uh, you have, if Christianity is boring. Don't believe no. it. Religion is, mm-hmm. rituals and ceremonies are, but not our God. He's alive. He's alive. And he just gets better and better, sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. And so she, she's starting to get a little bit of this. And so she said, give me this water that I thirst not. Neither come to the hither to, to draw or, don't, or to come to this well. Listen, I am sure because the well in a town was the center. It was like that's where they, you know, they congregated. And I'm sure she had been ridiculed so many times. And I, I, that's like I said earlier, probably while she came at noon in the heat of the day when the others were coming in early in the morning or in the evening when it's cooler. So she could avoid all that. So she's like, I don't want to come back to this well. I don't want to have to be here and be judged and ridiculed. I don't want to have to go back to the well of uh, five husbands. Mm-hmm. Or the one, and the that one that's I'm not married to. No, to. No, yeah. I'm not married to. And so that's what she's, she's, you know, I can just, it's like I can just feel that coming out of her spirit. And here we go. Jesus does not mince words. In verse 16, Jesus said to her, in other words, okay, go call your husband and come here. The woman said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have well said, I have no husband. Now the truth. he's going right. He's going right. Mm-hmm. In. She admitted out of her own mouth, her own condition. And I believe she's beginning to realize why she's in that condition. She's been going to the wrong source. That'll preach right there. Mm-hmm. She's beginning to realize it wasn't a you bad woman. You evil, wicked woman, get away from me. I'm untouchable and you're unclean. No, he was like... He never comes no, to us like no, that. No, he doesn't do that. He, but he's saying, you know, go get your husband. So he wanted her to say it out of her mouth to realize she was going to the wrong source. She was going to a physical situation, uh, something physical to, be, to satisfy spiritual. Uh, you can't fix a spiritual problem with something physical. It'll never work. The work of the flesh will lead to spiritual problems. Don't self-medicate. It won't work. Walking in the spirit empowers you to say no to appetites of the flesh. But she had to find the right source. And so he, he wasn't browbeating her. He was causing her to come to a place 
a revelation of who he who she needed mm -hmm. and what she needed to be made whole. Don't you just love it? Mm -hmm. Don't you just love it? So that that's what he does. So he's Jesus shows her. Oh, guess what? The uh, Baron the Samaritans the, the, they worshipped five heathen gods. She had had five husbands. And in the commentary of mine, it says it has a great deal to do with her domestic problems of having had five problems, having had five husbands. They served five wicked, I mean, it was idolatry, mm -hmm. five heathen gods. She had had five husbands, and none of it worked for her. They, the god, their so-called gods wasn't fixing her. The husbands weren't fixing her. The one that wasn't her husband wasn't fixing her. She was about to understand that life was sitting right there beside her. The one that would change her life. So, okay, back to verse, where am I, Dawn? 17. Thank you. The woman said, I have no husband. That was the truth. And Jesus said to her, you have well said I have no husband. And mine, it says, uh, my commentary, it bores to the very heart of her problem. It speaks to her domestic and spiritual life and points out her problem and the solutions. She said, I have no husband. Now, little short detour. Hosea 2.16 2, says, You shall no longer call me Bali, B-A-A-L-I, which means Lord, but you shall call me Ishi in Hebrew, which means my husband. See, even those of us, you know, we're married, maybe we've got, you know, a good marriage or, you know, a godly husband, still, they can't meet all your needs. Religion can't meet all your needs. But this, in, in Hosea 2.16, it's talking about a covenant relationship. He says, I will be your husband. You shall call me Ishi, my husband, which means cared for, protected, provided for. A covering. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. She said, make me cry. Yeah, and I, I have know. a good marriage. Yeah, right? <laughs> I like she that said, one. I have no husband. She was, she may not realize it, but I think it was a cry of her spirit. I not only don't have a husband physically, but I don't have a spiritual relationship with the Lord. I'm not married to the Lord. We're to be married to the Lord. And she could not call him Ishi, which meant married, which means cared for, provided for, protected, all these things. That's just beautiful. I, love, I, I just, I was thinking about that this morning. I said, oh, that just ties in so beautifully with that. Mm -hmm. She said, he said, for you have five husbands. Uh, and he whom you now have is not your husband. And that you said truly. I bet that was a shock. Because she knew that he, you know, she just met him. Yeah, and he kind of... Not in a bad sense. He read her mail, right. so he knew. Yeah. So she would know. Right, that he, he knew. That he knew. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it wasn't like... We can't hide anything from right. God. Yeah, and he, he, wants it, he wants you to get it out in the open so he can make you whole. <laughs> like Judge Seat says, one time God told me something, and I, I didn't tell him what I was thinking, you know, because I didn't want to make him mad or hurt his feelings, ha-ha, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> he can what? hear, he knows our thoughts, yeah. he knows our ways, he knows there's nothing we can hide, 
you know. Right. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> There's nothing you, know? you can do about it. And he knows you. Yes, All he the does. way through, through. All through. the way through. Every, every last detail. Yes. He's not afraid of any of them. No. <laughs> no, he isn't. And, you know, I would rather someone get to the root of the issue. Right. You know, if you've got uh, something wrong in your body and, and it needs to be cut out for, the, for you to live, you know, don't, don't take out my kidney part of it. when it's, you know, my liver. You right. know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> take out the right part. <laughs> right. You know, let's get to the I'll issue. take my tonsils for my gallbladder. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Please, no. No, no, no. So this, this is a, 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 where he is pinpointing it. He, he's getting down to where she lives so that she can truly live. Uh, it, I don't know a better way to put it. Uh, he's, he's the fountain of living waters. He, he is the one that makes, all, makes her well. So he's trying to let her know, this is what's ailing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the problem. You know, and Jesus was not pulling back. Jesus wasn't, I mean, he's with the Samaritan woman. And in Luke uh, 5, 31 and 32, it says, those who are well have no need of a physician, right? But those who are sick, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. You know, glory to God. Glory to God. It isn't just for the, those that seem to have it all together. It's for those of us that have been down and out, missed it, blown it over and over and over. And that he's calling us, you know, Come, come to the waters. Come and be set free, be delivered. So he is meeting her right there. Oh my goodness, we're going to have to uh, continue this uh, on the next session uh, next week. But I just want to say to you, I'm going to, Don, we're stopping at verse 19. 19. Of course, we have to do a recap. Um, the title of this message today is You Need a Drink. You need a drink. You need a drink from Jesus, the living waters, uh, the great physician, the gift of God. If you, she, he said to the woman, if you knew who this was speaking to you and the gift of God, you would ask of me to give you a drink. And so today, maybe you have never asked this amazing, wonderful, only true living God to come into your heart. And maybe you've just, you've really drifted off. You've really drifted off into some waters that you don't want to be in. And it's brought you to a place that you don't want to be. Today's your day. Today is a day of salvation. And so if that's you, or if you need to rededicate your life, pray this with me. Just say, Lord Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I give you my life. I give you my past. I give you today. I give you my future. Forgive me of my sins. I repent. I confess that I have sinned. Forgive me. But I look to you, Jesus, the Savior, the Son of the living God. Take over my life. Be in control. Be the Lord of my life. Change my life. Direct me and guide me. And show me the way that I'm supposed to go. Heal my heart. Fill me up. Fill up the voids, Lord. Those places that I've tried to fill myself. Those empty places. Those hurtful places. Lord, cleanse them. And heal them. And fill them with your presence. I ask it. And I believe it. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
Now, if you prayed that prayer, then I invite you to call our prayer line, 866-241-0579. We have anointed trained prayer ministers. Uh, It's the Bible, you know, it says, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. If you prayed that prayer, let us know. And uh, we'll send you out some scriptures free to help you. And also, if you need prayer for anything else, prayer for healing, to be set free from addictions, whatever it is, call that number. We want to pray with you. We want to bless you. Uh, and so, 866 241 0579. Also, go to our website at luada.org, L O U A D A.org. Oh my gosh, there's tons and tons and tons of previous uh, radio show uh, broadcasts uh, made, made into podcasts, tons of YouTube videos of our TV program that airs on Impact Christian Network. And um, just other things on there. And nearly all of it's free. We do have a store that when you purchase from us, it helps us with some of the DVD series. It helps us to continue preaching the gospel. If you'd like to give and donate, go to Lueda.org. And we'll be sure to use it for the kingdom of God to minister to his people. We appreciate you so much. And we'll see you next week.